This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here, Radio Missions, First Baptist Church of Algiers, where the gospel goes out week after week, day after day here at the Old Trailblazer. And then on Sunday, all of our Sunday services are broadcast and streaming over the Internet. And if you'd like to have that uh, a list of all of those stations, we own over 100 stations. And uh, then on the Internet, it's unlimited. We have folks who hear us in North Island, uh, just all over the country. It's unlimited where you can hear us on the Internet. And uh, if you'd like to have that information where you can reach that, call me, and I'll, I'll get somebody to help you. Uh, and it's great. Most everybody now has a computer. And I'm not a computer person, but I can get someone to tell you how to do it. it it's a great blessing. The Lord has blessed us with those things. I got, just got a letter from a pastor in Nigeria this week. Listen to us over shortwave radio, WWCR, out of uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, if you write me, I'll send you a list of all of our station. And then we're looking at uh, this study on uh, the home, the related items there, related subject. We saw where that man is the head of the home and that Christ is the head of man and that the woman is in subjection. This is all according to God's word. I'm not saying it's like that everywhere, but it should be. And uh, then the children obey their parents. The Bible says, uh, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And my friend, I know those trailblazers uh, got a little sense. I know that we've gotten away from reading our Bible. But I ask you, resolve in your heart to read your Bible day by day and uh, night by night, whatever time is convenient for you. And I, I suggest that you start in Genesis and read Right on through, read two or three chapters a day. Don't try to read 100 chapters a day. No, don't do that. But my friend, we're looking at uh, the children now as an in, as a heritage. Aren't we blessed with children? I believe every mother and daddy, uh, when the child comes into this world, and I know now there's unwanted children. I know those things. But I'm talking about folks who want children, and uh, they come into this world. Let's face our responsibility. Let's just face a fact. It's our responsibility, yours and mine, to train those children. And uh, we saw there in Ephesians 6, 4, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. We saw in our last study or two that many of our mothers and dads now have never felt the responsibility of their children. Sure, they probably feel like they should feed them and clothe them and those things. But I'm talking about this training, this spiritual training. You wouldn't think of leaving your children uh, not go to elementary school, high school, maybe on to college. You wouldn't think of that, would you? No. Then how much greater is it is for them to come to, to know the Lord and to and to hear the, hear the gospel? But you just take them for granted, my friend. But let's go back now. Look at our study there, our, our scripture, Ephesians 6, 4. Hear the Lord commands ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Now, one of the things, I know you cannot let a child have his way day in and day out, day in and day out, never correct them, never, never teach them. And then all of a sudden you find, well, I'm going to make Johnny behave. Well, Johnny may be 14, 15 years old now, and you've never trained him, you've never taught him, you've never loved him. And now he's going to rebel. He'll knock your eye out if you, if you don't watch it. But listen, nurture and admonition refer to children 
I mean, refer to care and discipline. It, it's nurture. You know what that means. To discipline a child is to bring him under the voice of authority and lead him, teach him to obey that voice. The word nurture means feeding and promoting uh, growth in a child. This calls for nourishment. It means uh, food, clothing. And I know in this day and time, the average a common family, it's a battle to live. I know that. I understand those things in many places. But I firmly believe with all my heart that there isn't a family regardless of how poor. But if you're willing to accept that responsibility for that child, the Lord will lead you, provide you in supporting that child. There's no way that a child should go hungry in this great nation of ours. There's no way that a child should go uh, without uh, clean clothes. They may have patches on their knees. Nothing wrong with that. But there's no way that they should be uh, neglected, my friend. Because if you're if you're not able, if you're not uh, just physically completely not able, they have agencies now all over America that will help in those things. And I know they're there. I know I'm I'm familiar with those things. But listen, listen, listen. It may not be the best, but listen, if you, if you conserve your, your, your resources just a little bit, if you, in other words, if you take responsibility uh, like it should be, you can manage better than you do. Now, I'm not going to get off on this subject, but I counsel with folks all over this country and uh, about, their, about their getting throwing their money away, and I find the biggest problem is credit cards. I told a young family not long ago, give me them credit cards. They, they come to me for help. And I gave them some good advice and said, give me those credit cards now. Give them to me. And they hand them to me, and I just take the scissors and cut them up. And I say, now, you don't have no credit card no longer. You still owe a bill there, but when it comes in, you pay for it. But you can't charge anything else. My friend, you got to stop buying. I can't. I, I, I appreciate it. Many years ago, the pastor here uh Counsel me and my wife, don't buy. We didn't even have a credit card. That's before they come around. But he said, don't buy anything you don't have to have. If you don't have to have it, don't buy it. And then you'll get out of debt. And then we did. We did. I get out of. I got out of debt, and I've been out of debt ever since. Now, I know there's nothing wrong with owing people for your home and your car and those things if you can afford it. Don't buy a new car if you can't afford it. Don't buy a bigger house if you can't afford it. I know we got off our subject, but don't have children if you can't afford them. Did you hear that? Don't don't bring a child into this world if you can't afford it. I, I know, my friend, I know what the responsibility is of, of a child. I know what it costs to clothe them and feed them and, and, and send them to school. I know those things. And I, the Lord gave me grace to do that. And he also, there's a lot of sense there in being frugal. Being frugal, my friend, that means conservative. And your children, and I know that my wife had sisters uh, with children the same age as my children were, and they swapped clothes around. One of them would outgrow something, and they, they didn't let them tear them up and throw them down, on the, stomp them down. They, they swapped clothes. I mean, it's a way to do those things, my friend. It's a way to do those things. If you just cared, if you just cared, it's a way to do it. They don't have to have the finest thing in the world. I'll tell you another thing. A lot of our schools now, they require uniforms for school, and I think that's a good thing. You only have to have about three pair, three sets, 
And you can go to the uh, nearly new store or the Goodwill store usually in your area, and they'll have those uniforms. Or like like my granddaughter, first granddaughter, when she was in school, they had uniforms, and some of the some of the kids and the mothers in the same school they knew uh, that my daughter took care of the clothes, and and, and she would just make a deal. And when, when she outgrows them, I'll take them. I'll pay you for them. So they passed them down the line. I'm, I'm telling you, my friend, where there's a will, there's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. It's a terrible thing to be in debt. I know that. And I know, uh, I praise the Lord, that he taught me how to, how to conserve and how to not buy stuff that I didn't need. And he brought me to, up until this very hour. Up until this very hour. And I believe it's wise counseling to... Uh, if, if you, Brother Shelton used to tell us, you need to get your want-to fixed. Well, many folks don't get their want-to fixed. And that's why I told you back there earlier on about all the Christmas time and all those things. Don't go, don't go spend money that you don't have to try to make a show and look at, look, give, give your boss uh, expensive gifts and give this and that. And that's all, that's all foolishness, my friend. Borrow money, borrow money to buy a gift. Or put it on a credit card, and then in January, February, uh, that bill comes due. And if you don't pay it, they add that interest to it. I'm just giving you some practical advice, my friend. I do, and uh, I, I think I think it do your heart good if you just listen. But listen, we're looking at nurturing a child. It means to bring him up, educate him. But listen, it would mean uh, educating in the Word of God. How many of you fathers and mothers take time out now? To sit down with your children, that boy or girl or both of them. And does that child have a Bible, my friend? When they get big enough not to tear up stuff, I think when they get start to kindergarten or a little older, you get them a Bible. Have their name put on it and uh, teach them what it is. Teach them that it's the Word of God and it's to be respected. It's not to be thrown down and, and uh, left alone. It's to be cared for just like a precious jewel, my friend. Oh, but listen, listen. Have you set the example for your children, reading and studying your Bible in front of those children? Have you bowed your knee to the Lordship of Christ and then with the voice of authority led your child to bow his knee to the voice of your authority? Or is there a divided voice in your home? My man, have you and do you shirk your duty of exercising the voice of authority? We spoke quite lengthy about that, how that man is the head of the home. But my friend, do you deserve to be the head of your home? Are you a sorry head? I told the, the wives that we were speaking to, I said, I know your head may be a sorry head, but he's your head. He's the head of your home. But man, do you, do you, uh, should you have that, that right to be the head of your home? Are you, uh, uh, what I call a gentle giant, you got a kind word, for your children, my friend, I know you have to discipline. I know that. I know that exactly. When you have to instill in their little old hearts and minds when they're small, that daddy is going to make you mine, going to make you mine. And I've often heard them say it hurts me more than it does you to whip me. But I don't know about that. But I've, I know this. In bringing my children up, I only had to correct them three or four times. And they knew then that, that what was they knew that they would be corrected, so they didn't walk out of my will. They didn't walk out of their mother's will. They didn't go off and, and, and just do crazy things and not worry about it. And they knew that they would be punished. And then 
Pray for them. Have you ever prayed for your children? Have you ever sat down with them and prayed for them? Have you? Lord, don't let Johnny get into nothing. Lord, 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 let him see that that you hate sin. You know the Lord hates sin, my friend. He hates it in you. He hates it in me. He hates it in the child of God. And uh, why would you want to offend the Lord? Let me just mention this. Every sin that you ever commit has to be paid for. The Lord has to pay for your sin. He paid our initial sin debt there on the cross. The Bible says if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us. So I asked you before you have to go off the air. I, I know that folks listen to me. I know that. I get your letters and cards. And I know, are you listening to the old trailblazer and scorning the day that you started listening and you, you called me old kook or old cockeyed old fool? No, I'm not. I'm just a poor sinner saved by grace. And the Lord gave me this opportunity, and this this pleasure here, this responsibility of being true to your soul. And I'm going to be true to you. Whether you like it or not, if you won't, don't care for it, go on outside, dictators. But I wouldn't do that if I was you. I'd sit there and listen and ask the Lord to break that stubborn will if it takes a hide off. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another study. We're looking at children as an heritage of the Lord. Remember my phone number here, area code 225-664-8658. My mailing address is post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.